The attempt is brought to you by Gossamer Gear, manufacturers of functional ultralight backpacking gear designed by hikers. I've been a user and big fan of Gossamer Gear packs dating all the way back to 2012 when I was first introduced to their Mariposa, the 60 liter lightweight internal frame backpack. I've since downsized to the Gorilla, Gossamer Gear's 40 liter pack, which I used for the duration of my Pacific Crest trail through hike in 2017. I choose Gossamer Gear packs because not only are they lightweight, but they can also comfortably carry a heavier load for when I'm leaving town with too much food, snow gear, and or enough water to cover a 25 mile dry stretch. I'm also a user of several accessories sold on Gossamer Gear's website, including their hipster fanny pack, their shoulder strap pocket for my iPhone, and the Lightflex hiking umbrella to protect my fragile ginger skin against the sun and also rain. Gossamer Gear is also the maker of The One, their popular one-person trekking pole tent. It has been said to be the one you need. Listeners of the attempts can score a 15% discount at gossamergear.com by using code THEATTEMPT15 at checkout. Again, that's 15% off your cart by using code THEATTEMPT and the number 15, all one word, at checkout at gossamergear.com. This deal is only good for a limited time, so don't wait. Hey guys, so I want to start this episode a little different than usual. What do you think about his gear? You might recognize this voice. This is my mom. He is by no means an ultralight, like, hardo, mm-hmm. but even he is lighter than I've ever camped. And this is Benjamin's friend, Peter Scott. You know, when he's carrying, when there's plenty of water, I don't think he's above. 20 pounds. He might be closer to 15. And that's so light. I mean, I've never done a backpacking trip under 40. So why is my mom asking Peter about Benjamin's trip? Well, this conversation was just after Peter got back from six days on the trail with Benjamin in Northern California. My parents, of course, wanted the full debrief. So they had Peter and his dad come over for breakfast. And just as a heads up, my parents lovingly recorded this audio for me over brunch with the dog in the kitchen. So you may hear some other sounds in the background. I, he made me keep, or not made me, he rightfully told me to keep a lot of the stuff that I brought. In your car. In the car. Yeah. And out. you didn't need it. I didn't need it. Yeah. Peter was ready for gourmet meals, you know. <laughs> yeah. Big saucepan. <laughs> I was. Yeah, I mean, this is not a culinary experience. No, it's not. It's a lot of just you know, fuel. powdered stuff that yeah. you add water to. Yeah. Just fuel. <laughs> We're going to get back to Peter and all the things he learned on the trail. But first, let's back up a bit to where we last left Benjamin on his way south toward Ashland. You're listening to... Podcast My Sister Makes. <laughs> it's called The Attempt. I see what you're trying to do. <laughs> All right. I don't know what day it is. I am heading towards Ashland, Oregon, the last town before California. I'm hiking with a group of younger guys, a sauce boy, peak freak, psycho killer, and foots. They're all between 19 and 21. They're all really just nice guys and enjoy spending time with them. Uh, they're all fucking faster than me, though. So I need to get up early 
and hike late to keep up with them. They're walking like 16 minute miles. How the fuck do I keep up with that? But they walk short days, so it all works out. Yeah, just some thoughts. Hey, it is, uh, shit, what day is it? It's Friday, September 6th. Um, I had a great time in Ashland. Uh, stayed at the condo owned by uh, Julian's aunt and uncle, who are just like, lovely people, and they're two really cute daughters. And I am oops, tripping. I'm apparently like 0.1 miles from the California border, which I'm pretty stoked about. It'll feel like definitely an accomplishment to uh, have made it to my third state. California baby. Woo! Fuck yeah. I am proud of myself. No more borders to cross. Now I just gotta scamper down 1,700 miles to Mexico. Um, I'm really excited to see my friend Peter tomorrow. Right now it's about 8.15 p.m. And it's getting dark, which means that I can look across the valley and see the wildfire, which is pretty crazy. It's all along one hillside, and it's like probably 12 or so different little spots of flame. Um, it's hard to photograph, but it's pretty crazy to look at. Yeah. I'm going to be hungry when I get to camp and ready to fall asleep. It's almost 11 p.m. and I'm really tired. I did another 35 today. Like, yes, I walked late, but I felt good. Like, strong and healthy and stuff. I don't know. Um, for dinner tonight, I had Annie's macaroni and cheese with some salmon mixed in, some olive oil. Um, I put an oatmeal packet into protein powder with powdered milk and poured some water in. Too much water, but I made kind of a soup, and that was good. A bunch of Doritos, a bunch of chocolate chip cookies. <sighs> good night. Well, with that latest culinary adventure, we are pretty much up to date. The next evening, after another long day of hiking, Benjamin met up with Peter. The two of them drove the car down to the southern end of their 150-mile section, and then they camped for the night. They left the car there in the morning so it would be there when they finished, and then caught a ride back up to the starting point. And that was where Peter Scott officially became a Pacific Crest Trail hiker. Although, I guess... It depends how you define that. Hey, did you get a trail name? Uh, I had a, a couple working ones, but no, I ended up just kind of... <laughs> didn't settle in on Yeah, one. I didn't really settle on one. I mean, I was just section hiking a little bit, so I didn't really feel like, justified. Like, is it legitimate to yeah, get a exactly. trail name if you're... <laughs> what does he go by now? Brass. Brass. Yep. Everyone calls him Brass? Um, yeah. Like Antoine calls yeah. him Brass? I mean, Antoine yeah. knows him from yeah, the beginning. Yeah, I'd say, yeah. Ben calls Antoine, Guy Fox, and... Antoine calls so Ben weird. Brass most of the time. <laughs> All right, I'm putting it on your bivy, Peter. Perfect. You can just say where we're at, what's up, what you're thinking about. Yeah, absolutely. 
Well, this is day one for me, Peter Scott, trail name to be determined. Trail name Alpha. Trail name Alpha. <laughs> it's my first day and first night on the PCT with Brass, aka Ben Drockman. Um, we got picked up in the morning by Nightwing. <laughs> Nightwing gave us a ride to the starting point of our trip, which is where Ben's, uh, Ben ended yesterday. Ben had hiked probably 31 miles that day. No, I only did uh, 20, 27 yesterday. 27? Well, in comparison, I drove 900. <laughs> so how does that make you feel, Ben? Like a real chub. And we started this morning from Wildwood Tavern and Lodge and just finished up a 23-mile hike. 24. 24 hey, mile hike. You're, you're cutting, cutting off a mile, dude. Which is, is by far yes. the most amount of hiking I've ever done in a day. <laughs> and probably the most amount of activity I've ever done in my lifetime in aggregate. It should also be said that I am an avid listener of the podcast. So uh, as someone who has made the transition from listener to potentially future... Future. Uh, character. Character in the podcast. I, I'm just going to say I'm thrilled. <laughs> Alright, that's good. Peter. I want to put this into context real quick. 24 miles is not easy. Benjamin can do it, but he's been working up to this point for a while now. A few weeks ago, I started to get curious about what that would feel like, and I decided to attempt my own one-day-only urban hike, where the goal was just to walk for over 20 miles and just see what it feels like. And it felt pretty good the day of, but as soon as I stopped walking and let the day sink in, I was wrecked. That was a month ago, and my blisters have only recently gone away. Now, that's what Peter just did, except farther, faster, and with a heavy backpack and tons of elevation. So as the week wore on, the mileage started to take a real toll. So my progression of pain kind of began <laughs> on day one. It was like, okay, this is a lot of walking. Fine. That's, that's fine. I'll be, I'll be okay. Day two is like, oh, I like have blisters. Like I've never really had that many blisters while backpacking. I've never really done more than 15 miles. Then by day three, I'm like, okay, Ben, I need to really adopt your regimen of, of blister control because these are getting out of control. <laughs> like I'm, I have more blisters on my feet than I've ever had in my life. But by day four, the pain had transferred from feet to like muscular and, and like skeletal type stuff. So my left ankle had started kind of swelling up and I was like, okay, I can deal with my feet, but now it's like I'm walking kind of, I'm adjusting my gait. And then once it goes from your ankle, by day five, it was my knee. Three days into the slog, the boys took a few well-deserved hours off the trail in a hiker town called Etna. We just had this vision in our head of this breakfast that we were going to have in town. <laughs> I wanted blueberry pancakes and Ben wanted like hash browns and eggs. eggs. And <laughs> this is the morning of your third day. Exactly. But we get, we get to the trail, or we get to the road, and we get a hitch from, I think his name was Ken. And uh -huh. Ken had hiked some of the PCT. So he really loved that Etna was a trail town and took great pride in it. And he gave us a tour of the town as we were driving down. Keep in mind, it's a town that's like two blocks by two blocks. <laughs> but he gives us the long tour around so he can point out all the different areas. That, and you're like, thinking, we want to eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Etna provided a bit of a break for Benjamin and Peter. It also turned out that Antoine, a.k.a. Guy Fox, was in town too. So the three of them got breakfast together and caught up. Now, at this point, if I were in Peter's shoes, I think I would have been lobbying to stay the night in Etna. Maybe get a little more rest, sleep in a bed. But no. A few hours after getting to town, the three guys set back out on the trail to get in another nine hours of hiking before camp. The next day, Benjamin found himself alone for a moment and took out his phone to record a little. Yo, I have not made a recording in a very long time. Well, I guess I made one a couple days ago with Peter, but um, haven't made one by myself in a while. It was really fun um, reuniting with him. And uh, he is the only headstrong jackass I know who is headstrong enough to just force himself to hop into what's essentially basically my top gear. And he's just been such a freaking trooper. Uh, some other stuff to share, but I want to make up some miles because I just pooped and I am behind both Guy Fox and Peter. That'd be cool if I could catch him. Uh, so I'm going to speed up. This is one of the things that has always confused me about the trail. Whenever I go hiking with someone, I'm pretty much always next to them, like talking to them as we walk. But on the PCT, you can be a mile behind someone who you're quote-unquote walking with and still be walking with them. Maybe you're a little behind because you need to stop to poop, or maybe you're a little ahead because you're faster, or maybe you're not even trying to walk with someone. You just end up at the same pace, and so you see each other at camp every other night. It's hard to describe. Like, when you're... If, if you say you're hiking with someone or hiking, you know, along with the pack, what it actually means in practice is that at any one point in time, you're as far as four miles ahead of them or four miles behind them. So the, the kind of interconnectedness you can have with other people on the trail is really close, but then really far in the same, at the yeah. same time. And that's how you right. get, when you get to the hostel with all the different people who are going north and south, that's where you hear the 10 different things about the next town and yeah. you share the 10 different things about the previous town. All right, so it's like 9.30 on uh, Thursday morning, and we are just climbing out of a valley where we crossed the highway and ran into Buff, and uh, Peter's going to tell you about it. Cool. So coming out of camp this morning, we went five miles, as Ben said, started around 6.30, and when we ran into Buff... He had egg McMuffins, warm coffee, bananas, and fresh water ready to go. He was our trail angel for today up in uh, the Trinity Alps wilderness area. This was my first trail magic, and it really made my morning. So we're battling. We still got 23 miles to go. It's a battle. It's a grind, but... We're hammering it. But man, does that trail angel, trail magic make this easier. Cool van, cool guy. Really great setup. Awesome. 
Um, so the trail magic that morning was amazing. We got to throw away our trash, we got to get fresh water, we got Oreos, we got coffee, we got you know warm egg and all this stuff, which was really great. But what it actually led to is the next day, the next day uh, at noon, he was waiting at, at another trailhead stop with lunch. <laughs> so he literally just packed up, finished his, kind of went on a bike ride in the afternoon, and then went over and camped at another spot where he was making us quesadillas and nachos oh and Gatorade and popsicles and, and all he, that stuff. He knew that the people he had just exactly. served egg sandwiches to would be in that exactly. location. So, um, And he was just hoping to be someone's trail angel, and he was. It was great. Wow. That's really lovely. Yeah. So that back-to-back trail magic was on Thursday and then on Friday, days five and six for Peter. And this recording from later that night on Thursday, this is the last one I got from Benjamin before the end of Peter's attempt. All right, not an easy day. It was hot and it was really flat, which was nice, but the heat got to us for sure. And we pushed 28 miles, over 28 miles, which was not something that I could have ever remotely done in my first week. So shouts to Peter. Um, also, wildlife updates. We saw a bear cub yesterday. Peter spotted that. I don't want to forget about that. It was charging down the hill, probably to find its mama. That was pretty cute. And we heard a rattlesnake today. Uh, Peter gets spotting uh, credit for both of those. So who knows? Maybe if I had been alone, I would not have seen those. Um, day and a half out of Dunsmere. Town is starting to look mighty good. We are fucking excited to get to town. Uh, but tonight, we're happy. We're camping by a lake. Um, the full moon just rose over Deadfall Lake. Um, and, yeah, that's what I'm thinking about right now. Uh, I'm gonna go to bed soon. So, here's a question. When you finished, were you like... Thank God. <laughs> or were you, I'm getting into a rhythm. I could keep doing this. I was limping to the finish line every single day from Wednesday onwards. <laughs> it took every, I, I would tell Benjamin twice a day, I'm giving you all I have. You know, I, this, is, this is everything I'm physically capable of. If we are going more than the allotted mileage today, you can go alone. I will be going the 28 miles or 22 miles, and I will be sitting down Not and going to bed five more. minutes afterwards. Wow. Here's to you, Peter. Yeah. I'm really impressed. Thank you. Man. Congratulations. <laughs> well, here's to Ben, who's going to do it all over again. Yeah. He's going to do another week of it, and then another week after that. Yeah. So yes, cheers to Peter. Another brave soul joining the ranks of Anand, just jumping right in there with Benjamin to get him through another week of his attempt. And he's totally right. After this, he's going to go back to his normal life, let the blisters heal. But for Benjamin, he's still right in the middle. You've been listening to The Attempt, produced by me, Julia Drachman, with editing help from Doug Byers. We are a production of Bad Cat Media, created in partnership with The Trek, 
a media company dedicated to thru-hiking and long-distance backpacking enthusiasts. Find all of the episodes of The Attempt at thetrek.co slash theattempt. You can find more information about Bad Cat Media, learn about our board game, at badcat.media. Thanks to Peter for sharing his experiences with us, and to my parents for recording their conversation. Music for this episode was from Blue Dot Sessions. Thank you so much for listening. Next episode will be out in a week. You're listening to a podcast my friend's sister makes.